0: what's up guys welcome to indian markets with kr a podcast where i talk about how the indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future i also talk about a few stocks and my trades so uh glad to see you here and let's get started what's up guys welcome to episode number 122 and uh before we get started Make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them. Uh, if you do choose to listen to the rest of them, make sure that you are listening to it at a speed that you're comfortable at, whether it's 1.5x, 2x, uh, or literally any other speed. I personally prefer 2x, but uh, you know that's just uh, my preference and liking ideally uh you should you should just try it out like one point five x is good for most people two x is uh good for those who like to listen to it faster and if you wanna save a bit of time so uh that's that's you know I, I say it at the start of every episode because it is just such an important tip in my opinion that I personally use it a lot so i i i feel obligated to share it uh and because I speak a little bit slowly so uh, with that out of the way let's jump into uh, what we saw today in the market so what appeared to be a range-bound market uh, up until about 1 p.m 1 p.m or so turned out to be quite positive and that is uh, you know partially because of uh, FTSE i feel but we'll you know come to that side uh in in the next segment which is the indices but also because overall the underlying stocks were just doing very very well and again that's a good thing now uh, i'm staring at the screen right now which is showing me Bharati airtel for instance airtel had a terrible result uh, day before yesterday i think and today it's up 2.78 at 533 so that's a good price and similarly so many other stocks such as tata steel and reliance and even hul which is done exceptionally these past four or five days was up again as well so overall uh the markets seem to be doing very very well add to that auto stocks uh did some of them at least did very well and uh the sum uh you know the word sum the major part of that is tata motors up 10 percent or so uh all thanks to the auto expo Uh, in my opinion except for those technical levels but let's be honest auto expo is uh, the main driver here as far as the overall market wide nse wide um, adr is concerned it's 1.3 as per uh, their website which is 1031 advances 791 declines and 129 unchanged and coming to the fidi uh you know data it's a net buying of around 200 or so crore. So 200, 300 crore approximately was the net buy, which is healthy. And the overall volumes, while not exceptionally strong, were still strong enough. So it's it's not, uh, you know, a case of extremely low, weak volumes. Uh, but it's just, you know, they're, they're sort of, it, when, the volumes only really spike up when we've got like extremely volatile days. But this today was really not one of those. Uh, And because we're comparing today's volumes to yesterday's and day before yesterday's volumes, which are obviously going to be high. So, yeah, I mean, that's what we saw. Uh, Really not a lot to talk about as far as the day's overview goes, because it's been the same, like, literally yesterday, uh, day before, today, all positive. And uh, that's that's pretty standard, looks like. Now it it remains to be seen what happens tomorrow because now that we'll jump onto the indices, you'll know why. So picking up where we left off in the previous segment, Nifty right now on the daily chart has a very clear fifty uh, M S resistance, and that's not really a good thing. It also has twelve one hundred resistance. As is also seen by the day's high at twelve zero nine eight, so all things considered, it is probably like it is likely to take some resistance at that level, unless it has strong momentums, which is why I said that you know it, it, it remains to be seen what happens tomorrow. But things are not looking as promising as they were yesterday because uh, yesterday it had just thirteen MA resistance. Today it has fifty MA resistance, and it has already you know done quite well for itself uh you know right now nifty is at 12,089 it's up 109.5 points with an ad of uh 36 gainers and 14 losers of course tata motors was the leader of the day in fact uh two tata companies here tata motors and tata steel in the top five gainers and the losers contained a few stocks hero motors standing out because it's got its results tomorrow so uh that is very interesting to see i'm assuming that the market is not ex- expecting a particularly positive uh, uh you know day for hero motors something also other than uh the results come in mind now yesterday there was this report of uh you know lagos banning their commercial vehicles and if my memory serves me right hero motors also exports a ton of bikes and such there so i'm assuming that part of it might be related to that Uh, you know if not a a larger chunk of it Uh, now coming to bank nifty it's at 31001.95 just barely reaching that 31k level it's up 315 points and similar to what we saw yesterday 10 advances 2 declines so uh, pretty decent now yes bank here is the gainer uh in case you're wondering yes bank had this piece of news during uh the day which is why it sort of shot up between it was uh in between like at the start of the day it was negative mildly negative but then it just pretty much shot up from there so that's what we saw with bank nifty now as far as the intraday moves go because it's very important to talk about today specifically uh intraday because literally up until C opened at around 1 30 things were flat, like literally range-bound. Remember that 12,040 level that I'd mentioned yesterday? It worked like a charm initially, then it just sort of stayed range-bound around that level. And then it attempted a breach of that 12,040 level again, and then it just shot past that. And yesterday I'd mentioned another level, 12,080, that was also breached as well. So uh, it is similar to what we were speaking about day before yesterday about that... um, you know about that w pattern except this w pattern was uh not like literally a w it was more of a v uh in a manner of speaking so that that worked again which is a very interesting thing and really like the bulk of the moves happened in the second half of half of the day like after 12 we can see it sort of picking up momentum and then after you know th- th- uh, 132 PM really sort of uh, gave a very tough fight to those uh, bears and <laughs> to the resistances that that you know we were seeing. So intraday looks very interesting, and uh, this is this is a similar thing with uh, you know the stocks as well like Reliance and L&T and all of those stocks. Very uh, sudden spike intraday, like literally uh, in the second half of the day, and then things sort of calmed down a bit now as far as what might happen tomorrow is concerned on the daily chart it obviously looks like it's it's got that momentum going for it and it's got it's got a reasonable amount of supports no doubt and uh, all, all looks good even the like the general sentiment appears to be reasonably positive so 12100 is going to be the very first hurdle for nifty after that 12120 is the standard level that we've seen uh, you know Posing as like a threat of sorts, the next one is at 12131. So it's a very tight level, just 10 points away. But this is a fib level, which is why I thought I'd in uh, include it here. 12150 is another level that you know it's it's been quite troublesome in the past, and uh, it's a CIP and it's it's got a bunch of other uh, sort of levels in that uh, you know 12150 price zone. So that is going to be another hurdle and You know, if that's breached, then we're probably looking at uh, a 12.200 attempt at the very least in my opinion. On the lower side, if it does not respect uh, the current level, if it takes resistance from 12.100, then we're obviously looking at 12.80 and the current level giving it support. If that fails, then 12.60 is the next one, 12.40 is the next support. And, uh, you know, once that's breached, if even if like those 12, 10 and such levels are not able to sustain it, then we are definitely going to see a 12,000 retest. So, um, you know, overall, it appears very standard, like today, the day is so textbook, so like perfectly placed that you can very easily make out the levels. Uh, 50M is at 12,118. That's obviously going to be a resistance. 12,120 has always been a resistance. On the lower side we've got gaps to fill so the very first gap filling happens at twelve zero eight zero so overall very uh decisively placed as such uh you know meaning that it no matter where it goes it has space to go and it has like a certain limit where it can go to uh especially because over the night like right now I haven't really seen a lot of uh poppy news that's come up where it just sort of breaks the market apart, uh, in a manner of speaking. So that's what I'm seeing right now on the chart. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, it's it's kind of similar, uh, especially because it has managed to close about 31k. But at the same time, the high for the day was 31065. And we already know that that 31050 level and so are very strong resistances. So that's the very first resistance I would be afraid of. And that would only really come into the picture if that 31,000 level is held. So if we see, you know, a breach directly tomorrow, or if we see a gap down opening tomorrow, then I'm really not sure what will happen. Uh, 30,750 or so is a very strong support. So that's, you know, likely to hold. If that is also breached, then we're looking at uh, 30,680 or so. Once that is breached, then uh, we've got 30,000... Uh, where is a thirty thousand six hundred and twelve as another level? So I'm assuming that that sort of range is what we might be looking at on the upside. Uh, you know, if if those higher thirty-one thousand levels are sustained or attempted, then we're obviously looking at thirty-one thousand eighty being the very first one. After that, 30, 31,120 and thirty-one thousand two hundred being a fib level. So that's why it's very important now uh if if you've been paying attention if you hopefully haven't fallen asleep by now uh then you can notice some very interesting things 12080 31080 12120 31120 so it's very interesting how related of sorts uh, these these indexes are uh these indices are but uh, I, I I guess that's just how it is market psychology and all of those factors coming into play here. So that's what we're seeing right now tomorrow, a lot of results, uh, you can literally just Google NSE result calendar, the first result you'll get is BSEs. So you can click on that because the interface is much easier. And then you can uh, sort of find, you know, the date and then you can l- see the list of the entire results that's there. So I do recommend doing that because Results are obviously going to have an impact and because uh, there are some very interesting results tomorrow uh, like Sun Pharma and day after tomorrow we've got Britannia and such so it will have an impact on the market directly or indirectly so make sure you check those out so that that entire aspect is cleared out uh, in case you are going to be trading tomorrow or if you're tracking the markets actively. Now let's move to the trades. So my very first trade for the day was uh, trimming that G prop position, Godrich properties, of course, it went up very high uh, during the day, I believe I exited partially, very small part of it really, at 1183 if I remember correctly, and then it uh, fell by like 40 50 rupees. So that was a good thing. Again, my logic behind that is to let my profits run while at the same time secure those profits, because I don't want them running away. Uh, You know, I'm very overprotective like that. Uh, But jokes apart, that's that's the reason behind that I also did the same for my uh, Tata Steel position and my Titan position. So those were the position trimmings of the day. And again, these are all profit making positions that I'm uh, sort of trying to take the profits but at the same time not exiting them completely, so that I can continue to sort of let them give me uh, hopefully returns for at least a few more days, uh, if not forever. Now, the next trade that I took was Reliance's 1440 call. And uh, this was again an intraday trade, Reliance was very well placed and It did appear to be, uh, you know, giving a good bullish signal and overall the sentiment seemed right, which is why I entered into it. And I set a hard target on it. So limit sell order right off the bat after longing it. And I just stayed put. (laughs) uh, No pun intended. I stayed put and then uh, boom, the target hit. So I was able to make a reasonable return on that as well. I think it was just shy of uh, 10% no it was 20% Uh, my bad my mental maths is really terrible today so around 15-20% ROI on that one which is decent and those were the trades for the day so overall the day was in the green uh, including the notional gain or loss on the trimmed positions which is a very interesting thing to see and uh, those were the trades let's move to the lessons now I have a few lessons for you guys today, and uh, the first one is to set a proper target. And uh, this is again, uh, you guessed it, it's it's related to Reliance's call. Now, Reliance's call, the high that it made during the day was thirty-nine ninety-five, so thirty-nine point nine five rupees was the high. My target was at thirty-seven point eight five, if I remember correctly, which is like just a few uh, paise, like fifty or seventy paise away from the then high. And the reason why I did that is because these stock options tend to be quite slow, and the liquidity is shit most of the times. So, the price that you're looking at, even if you put, uh, even if you put a limit order at that price, chances are it'll probably not get executed, or it'll executed, or it'll get executed late, or you'll have to sell at a lower price. And this has this has happened to me many times in the past. Which is why this time uh i i set a limit order and i was like you know what i'm gonna accept these profits and uh, if it goes up further it goes up further i'm gonna be happy i'm gonna be satisfied with these profits and then it exited It, it sort of went down by a bit and then it shot up but you know it did shoot up at the same time the calls value did not go up by that much you know the calls price just went up by like one and a half rupees two rupees more so <clears throat> overall setting a hard target was a good decision because it guarantees well it doesn't guarantee your profits but it pretty much guaranteed my profits in case the market went up or rather in case the underlying went up which it did so uh the, that's the very first lesson for the, day. And the the next lesson is make sure that you don't only trade in the indices because um you know if you've been tracking or if you've been listening to this podcast since a few weeks or so you would have known that most of my trades are you know in nifty or bank nifty they will, they used to be in bank nifty a lot but now i've reduced uh the thing is you know it is not necessary that you need to go into the indices uh trading you can also trade stocks you can do like large cap multi-cap not multi-cap you can do large cap or mid cap and they can also give you returns, whether you're doing intraday or swing or positional or whatever. So I see a lot of people sort of missing that out. At the same time, make sure that you're not picking stocks which are utter garbage, such as you know stocks which are notorious to just go down or be extremely volatile or wild, or the movement of which you don't know, such as Infratel has got a very distinct movement. Um, Airtel also has a very distinct movement. Again, Infratel, Airtel, very similar Yes, bank can be very notorious at times. So uh, it's it's probably a wise idea if you aren't familiar with that stock to not get into it intraday. Uh, so just get acquainted to it and then get into it. And uh, that's the second lesson for the day. The third lesson is, again, take profits. It's related to the first lesson. I'm I'm just reading my notes, which is why it sounds like I'm like reading off a piece of paper because I literally am doing that. And the very last lesson for the day is something which is related to Tata Motors. Now, uh, Tata Motors, it's been in the ditch these past uh, few days, you know, despite it posting a very decent uh, profit after the turnaround, it all—it it sort of fell. So, and it was continuing uh, to fall, which is a bad thing, but today, uh, you know, it, it just went up 10%. And as I said, I feel part of the reason is because of that Auto Expo, in case you're wondering, Tata Sierra EV and just a host of new uh, exciting cars such as the Harrier's uh, sort of twin, if you can call it that, automatic transmissions. And I, I can like literally nerd out on that, but I'll spare you the trouble. So all of those things would normally not be you know a normal person would not be aware of them unless they are someone like me who tracks all of this regularly the thing is a lot of people say that just like distance yourself from news and such if you distance yourself from news and such you will really not be able to understand when these price movements happen when these big events happen so you know for for the uninformed person today might have been a very random day for tata motors to go up But if you know that the Auto Expo is there, if you know that they're going to be launching or they're going to be unveiling certain cars, they're going to be showcasing certain cars, then uh, you would obviously have some idea that, you know, all right, there's a chance that it, uh, there's a a chance that it can possibly go up or there's a chance that it can possibly go down. So that is another lesson. A lot of people say that, you know, ignore news, it's bullshit and it's all sentiment and all that. My uh, experience so far has said that, you cannot ignore news in today's day and age uh, if it, it's it's up to you whether you go for those calls that these news recommendations make on tv and such tv is another thing com- completely you know you can always just read a news article or you can stay updated on it uh you know even if you ignore the calls that those analysts gave because those those calls are you know rarely uh going to work uh, but that doesn't mean you stop, you know, consuming news. So, you know, it's a bit of a broken sort of thing that I've said here. Uh, because I, I'm I'm just trying to think out loud here. But whatever I'm saying is purely based on my experience and what, especially what I saw today with Tata Motors. So, uh, I hope that all of this has not been lost in my jumbled thoughts. And I hope that you've uh, been able to take something from this episode. And uh, I hope to see you in the next one. Happy trading tomorrow.